Warehouse. Welcome. This is episode 88. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hi. Welcome back, everybody. And this is Bobby. Uh, we'll be going over the last two games. I just realized, looking at the notes, that we just went by two games. Or two it, games that just passed. Yeah, if, if it's not bad enough that we have to, like, witness the Galaxy lose week by week, now they're throwing two games at a time now. So it's, like, <laughs> twice so, as bad. Yeah, and then God. there's going to be two games ahead of us. Which is what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah. like, it's bad enough that we have to recap two meaningless games. We have to preview two meaningless games. Yes. We, we theoretically are still not eliminated. Oh, my God. Shut up, John Kempin and Landon yeah, Donovan. I was, uh, yeah, Kempin was saying <laughs> that. <laughs> well, th- th- there's still a small chance. Well, let's get to Is it there? then. Well, well, you know, okay. Technically, so, yes. So every time, every time somebody... Realistically, no. Yeah, realistically, no, but... <laughs> Every it time, every time somebody says, "Oh, they still have a you know point zero 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 one point two percent of making the playoffs," somebody inevitably uh, posts the uh, you know. So you're saying there's a chance, uh, either <laughs> image or GIF. Uh, and every time I see that, I want to post back the uh, oh Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and just get into this debacle. The first uh, game against Atlanta. Hapless, well, toothless, well, defenseless. We didn't lose 7-0. That's well, a, this is true. We won the second <laughs> half, Bobby. We won the second half. To, to be fair, Atlanta just stopped playing, and I'm sure right. took into consideration the criticism over the week prior where they did run up the score, and they just... I'm not sure. They, they just... Let up. They 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 figured for nothing. We're, they we're let not. Up, but I don't think that's the reason why they let up. I well, think they were just save save some energy, but just chill. Yeah. See, that's why uh, they probably should have taken Amiron out at halftime because there was no, yeah. no like there was no need for him to really stay in the game at that point, and he ended up getting hurt in the in the the following game. Uh, yeah. He pulled a hamstring, so he may be out for a while. But like they could have saved him his legs some minutes in that yeah. game. Yeah, um, should have. And and could have saved us a lot of embarrassing moments in the second half, albeit albeit they didn't score on us. Um, so the Galaxy looked pretty bad. The first 10 minutes of this game, the Galaxy had some attack. Well, they actually played. And as we've mentioned before, uh, the first, well, however long it takes for the opponent to score, they play relatively well. Up to that point. Now, once they get scored on, then, then it just all, all goes to hell. Yeah, just they just <laughs> fall apart. They 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 wither, they whimper, they wither, they wrinkle. They just no. they they don't know what to do. We're, they just have no idea. They just look at each other and keep go, what, playing assholes. What do, we, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> right. And it's funny how like we're like coming up with like new words. So so pretty soon we're not gonna have stat sheets in front of us. It's just gonna be a thesaurus because it's <laughs> the same story oh. over and over. And over again. Right. In fact, in the second game, I missed the... I'm jumping a little ahead here. But I missed the Kansas Whatever. City game because uh, I had to work and I forgot to record it. So I, w- I didn't get an opportunity to watch it. And so... Uh, I'm you just my- stopped watching these games, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> it doesn't really matter though. because because what, I, I text the guys over here. Hey, so how did it go? And Bobby's answer was pretty accurate. Like, it's the same shit with a different game. Romo, uh, yeah. Allison Jr. is the only one that's doing anything. Cole's yeah. the only one, uh, only other one that's trying. Gio's yeah. missing. Everybody else is shit. Jermaine, uh, there's injuries, and Jermaine Jones got suspended. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. much You can, what game are we talking about? Yeah, we don't exactly. Know. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know what else to say about the this team that hasn't been said already. The only difference was right back. That was the only yeah, difference. Yeah, that was a big, it didn't make any difference. No, well... <laughs> I no, would argue it that it did make a difference, it just not it. in a positive way. Yes, uh, no, so, it really didn't. So, so <laughs> l- let me let me take it, it back to the, the Atlanta shit. game. Let me take it back to the Atlanta game for a second because I want to talk about what was probably the most frustrating point of the game. Uh, it was the second goal, and uh, Emma gets nutmeg uh, on the uh, up the right side on uh, on a. Uh, for like the Atlanta's right back to play in Vialba. Uh, his shot is blocked by Kempin. Uh, Siani looks up to track the ball and realizes that it's going to go behind him. And there's a player behind him, by the way, that was Almiron. And instead of facing him up and trying to just like get in his way or get in his face, he turned his back on Almiron. 
and then does like a comical lunge toward him. And, you know, by then he's just lunging at his, at Almidon's shadow. Uh, the shot's blocked by Garcia, who came in to cover for Siani that left uh, Assad wide open. So instead of Siani recovering and trying to cover Assad, he's still on the ground because his old man legs won't let him get up so fast. I think Bobby probably said it best. best. I think it was during the <laughs> Kansas text. City game where yeah, you were like, like, man, I haven't seen slower legs on a Galaxy player since Steven Gerrard. It was actually heavier, heavier legs. Heavier legs. But but yeah, like, I mean, to me, it felt like it, it looked the same. I'm like, damn, you, you're just running in water, aren't you? Yeah, dude, I mean, I get, I get it. <laughs> he hasn't played for a while. I get it. But, dude, he just, he, I, he dude, I don't like see much of an improvement Slow runner, here. though. I, it looks like he's a slow runner. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't see much of a, when he's fully fit. I don't see how he could be much of an improvement over what he is right now. Right. Uh, again, I'm not going to completely shit on this guy. It is No, because a... he's been at fault for five of the last, like, ten goals of Galaxy of With different... Right. Well, okay. <laughs> half the goals. Okay, fair, fair, fair enough. But you also have to consider that he has not played with the exact same back line once. Go on. That's it. That's that's that's, all, that's, 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 that's the only defense you have. That's the only defense I have. <laughs> uh, and again, uh, it, you're going into a new league. Your you know language barrier. There's all the other you know regular stuff. Um, I'm sure that I will be shitting on him um, before the season's done, and I'm sure that I will be uh, down on him uh, when next season begins. Uh, but I, I'm not quite ready to just be like, okay, we wasted our money. Although I'm, I'm pretty sure we did. Well, we need to see more games in order. Yeah, to I do want to see a few more games. I think he's. I think he's actually gotten worse since the first game. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> to well, be fair, you. he's he's up against much better competition than he was in the first game. Sure, um, but I just I don't see much of a future. I don't for right. this guy. I mean, he's thirty three, and like there were moments in the game where he realized he's like, oh man, I I I, I can't do this anymore. Like, he physically can't do it anymore. Like, you can see his frustration in himself. He's just like, ah. Yeah, he's in my the... My legs are gone. Yeah, he's in the wrong <laughs> league, uh, especially against Atlanta, where you have that much speed in the front. There's just no way that he can hang there. And uh, with the physicality of this league, I, I'm wondering even if, uh, if he does decently, you know, well in next season, like, how long does he last? You yeah. know, how, yeah. how long mm-hmm. can he take that, you know, game in, game out? Yeah. Um, the <clears throat> Alessandrini uh, probably should have had a penalty in the 30th minute. Uh, he got shoved down from behind. Uh, the ball still ended up going to Gio. Gio, who, mind you, has said nobody sees his runs. He's very frustrated because he's making these awesome runs and nobody can pick him out. <laughs> Uh, the ball falls to him. Yeah, dude. The ball yeah. falls to him, and he misses a completely wide open shot. A, a a shot where everybody else at that point had stopped playing. All he had to do was put it in the back of the net. I mean, it's easy. It's, it's virtually. I haven't seen a shot easier than the halftime Shasta challenge shots, <laughs> and he missed it. Yeah, it, it's virtually a penalty uh, kick, and the guy couldn't even get it on frame. It, it's no, yeah. It's so ridiculous, but that's honestly what I've come to expect from Gio at this point. Oh, that yeah. It doesn't yeah, really surprise he's, me. He's had multiple opportunities of that sort, and he ruins them all. Yeah, he maybe, hits them outside, outside the frame. Maybe, you know, we need a replacement for Cole when he leaves next year. Maybe he should play left back. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, 40th minute, Jermaine Jones up and just quits the team. He just quit. He's like, yeah, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm done. I I, I have no, I, I don't want to do it anymore. He, uh, in the one on national TV on that. Exactly. And I was going to say that too, in front of a, a, a bigger audience, he basically said, and which honestly, I kind of don't half blame him here, but he basically did say like, I'm done. You're right. I'm done. I'm done. Well, I do I'm, blame him because a lot of our losses but, is because of him. But so, yeah, it's just kind of, this is our captain, by the way. This is the guy yeah. that oh, was. He named wasn't wearing Arthur. the armband. Was he wearing the armband that day? I don't think he was. Oh, I, I think Gio remember. was. No, I think, I think he, Gio was. Was it Gio? I think he was. Or did he give it to Gio was after he? he got suspended? Ah. Oh, that after, was, after he got ejected. That was the previous game. Actually, I don't remember. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It doesn't at matter. This point. Right. Right. Um, 
but a guy who, you know, the galaxy was trying to start grooming as a leader goes and kicks out at Vialba, uh, kicks him in the back. And he knew, he knew exactly what he did. He didn't even argue that much. Like I could see his face when the referee gave him the, or told him he's going to get a red card. He was, you can see how he was going to be like, I should argue this. And he's like, yeah, I guess so. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. He, he didn't even really, <laughs> like, he feigned dis- disbelief, but he knew. He knew. And then, and then, I don't know if you guys saw this part, he posts a picture of himself with his bags packed. And the caption says, there's a moment you don't look back anymore. <laughs> he never looks forward. I miss that. I And, in fact... I miss it all around because I never even heard social media talk about it. Oh, really? No. Bye, Jermaine. Bye. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Thank you. Well, what a waste of a signing. God. What a waste $600, of money. $600,000 for less than well, half a season. We can also say other players the same way. Yeah. It's definitely less than half a season. You didn't really contribute much. You probably pushed players out the door mm-hmm. um, or created the chaos that the one thing that I will say about this game is you saw a team. No, I'm going to. No, I take that back. You saw an organization implode in front of our eyes. Wait, I mean, that's what we said last week. Well, no, we're talking about. No, 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 no. We talked about a team. I'm talking about an entire organization. Uh, in this last week, how many uh, people w- within our social media circle said, okay, I finally made a decision. I- I'm not renewing. Well, we saw a lot more of that happen this past week. Yep. And, oh, yeah. and and some of the stuff that was being said, uh, one in particular, and I actually I forgot to, to get his name, who told his rep um, that he wasn't renewing after, you know, X amount of seasons. And granted that I don't know this person, I'm sure a lot of people who, uh, who follow us do. Um, so I, I have to just kind of take his word here. Uh, it may or may not be out of context. It may or may not, it may not, may or may not be, uh, in a sarcastic joking way. I'm not sure what kind of rapport those two, uh, individuals have with each other, but the rep basically says, Oh, well then you're not a real fan then. I mean, Everything within this, within this organization. Is that, literally, is, is that literally what that rep said? Apparently, that's what he tweeted. This is what he tweeted. I oh don't know if God. he meant it sarcastically. I don't know if it's like you know he was joking around. But like again, this happened within this past week. So you're literally seeing an entire organization just completely implode. Jesus, because I have a renewal story as well. I um, think that I wasn't going to tell, but um, but. Go ahead. As I as I started getting ang- as I it. started getting more anxious about it, I, I texted you guys earlier about it. But a lot of the a lot of the the problems uh, or the the people posting their their breakup uh, texts basically to their reps this week um, have all been about the team. Uh, the team is you know bad. I'm not going to renew unless Pete and and Klein are gone or you guys traded AJ, you guys are a dishonorable organization, whatever it might be. Um, I have like a legit customer service issue. Um, I had a rep, uh, her name was Cole Miller. She was great. Uh, she was very nice. Um, and midway through the season, I don't know exactly what happened, but she wasn't my rep anymore. And and I believe she's no longer with the team. Uh, another guy took over. Uh, it took, a few weeks for him to contact me, although I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt in that maybe they needed to hire somebody. They needed to bring somebody in. Um, he had invited me to a few season ticket um, events, which I don't think other than other than me telling him I had this podcast with you guys. I don't think I had any business probably being invited to those other events because they were all neighborhood events, and uh, I guess the neighborhood events are based on where you sit, and I had already attended mine under Cole. So because I told him about the podcast, he reached out and he's like, hey, we're having this thing. Do you want to come Do you want to come to it? And of course, I took him up on the invitation. Um, one of the first ones I went to, I ordered additional tickets. He did not 
process my order. So then that meant that my wife and my kid were stuck outside the stadium without a ticket. Now, I've told this story on this podcast before. I said I, I ended up taking it to Chris Klein to let him know, like, hey, this is what happened. And Chris Klein gave me tickets so that my wife and kid could get in and we got upgraded seats. Now, when I talked to the rep about it, he told me, he's like, look, I'm really sorry that that happened. I'll give you two additional seats to whatever game you want and just have your wife buy two tickets from the ticket booth, which, of course, I said, no, I'm going to buy them on StubHub for $6 and I'll send them to my wife, uh, <laughs> which I did. And then Chris Klein ended up getting us giving us tickets. Um, you know, okay, fine. That's, that's an easy mistake to make. Uh, I saw him again this weekend or the, the, the last home game and we had been talking about renewing and I told, and I was ready to renew. I told him, okay, man, give me a call during the week and we'll set it up. And he's like, great. I'll call you in a couple of days. Sounds good. I did not hear from him all week. I didn't get an email. I didn't get a phone call. I didn't get a text message. Um, I, as a matter of fact, I got a bunch of generic LA Galaxy emails asking me to renew, which I thought was strange. So I thought, oh, that must mean that that guy's not there anymore. But nobody's contacted me, so I'm just getting, I'm back into the general pile. Today, I get a text from my rep, and he's asking me, hey, you missed, you know, I know you missed the deadline, but if you still want to renew... Uh, I'm, you know, I can help you out. And I responded to him. I said, yeah, I did want to renew. You told me you were going to call me. Instead, I got all this stuff. So, you know, now I'm going to weigh my options because although I am disappointed with the team and the direction that it's taken, I'm more disappointed with the customer service that I've been, that I've been giving. I let him know that Myself and my family are going to continue to support the team, but we're not going to renew at this point. And we're going to keep doing this podcast, but I'm not going to renew at this point. His response was uh, that, uh, hey, I'm really sorry that the transition hasn't gone smoothly. Uh, that's not my intention. I was hoping to continue to get in touch with you to provide the best service I possibly can. With that said, I'm texting you to provide an exception to the deadline that passed on Friday and still honor the early bird pricing discount and the, and the season ticket member gift. What a big deal. And keeping my favorite seats because your seat is your, your benefit. Um, thought it would be a good thing, thing to know that you didn't miss the deadline. The only thing is I've, been only, I've only been given approval to honor it as of today only. Hmm. So I've gone to him and said, look, dude, you haven't done a good job. And you've, you have disappointed me in your customer service. And to me, that text reads, well, if you want, I can extend it for one more day. Here it is. It's dangling. Yeah, last chance, buddy. I'm like, last chance for what? Last chance for shit customer service? Go on. Oh, long pause. <laughs> go on. Go well, on. I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I'm enjoying Lewis's sort of face. I know. I, I feel like he has thoughts. Um, not really. Uh, honestly, I, I think this seems to be um, an ongoing issue with more than just you. I, I think there's been other numerous people that feel the same way. I mean, I, I kind of got that. I felt really um, disrespected just by seeing that tweet that I that I hadn't mentioned that he said that, well, you're not a real fan if you're not right. renewing your season tickets. I mean, that right. kind of offended me. And, uh, I, I'm not sure again, I, I'm going by what this guy tweeted and what he said, his rep said, um, he could also just be adding fuel to the fire. I don't know. Um, and again, I don't know the rapport between these two, uh, individuals. It, it could have been sarcastic and he could have, you know, said it like that. Yeah, this is what he said, albeit, you know, jokingly or whatever. Um, it could also just be that that's not necessarily the position of the organization. And uh, he just kind of, this individual, whoever it was, uh, just said something he probably shouldn't have said, you know? Um, so there's other circumstances that surround this that I'm not aware of to make that type of a decision. But just, you know, first reaction was that it upset even me. And I'm sure that... Um, 
other season ticket holders have had something similar happen to them. And to be honest, I don't give this organization right now the benefit of the doubt that this isn't the official position of the organization. Because I kind of feel that they kind of push that like, yeah, you're not a real fan then. Like, you should be here. So you think they're, they're, they're basically saying like, okay, well, we don't need you. You we know, don't, we don't need your money. Here's here's the funny thing when when in, in the beginning of the season when a, a lot of people were talking about you know Clan Vienas even before the season had started, and they're talking about how uh, th- there were a few people that were saying you know I'm not a consumer I'm a I'm a supporter, and they're treating me like a, a, a consumer not a supporter, and my first uh, reaction to that was like no actually you're acting like a consumer. And they're treating you like a supporter. See, there's no reason to advertise to someone who's already going to buy your product. So they're not going to cater to you because you're going to be back no matter what. You're the one that's demanding something else of them. You're demanding yeah. that type of, you know, what else am I going to get for doing this? But when Give you me take, an incentive. But when you take your 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 loyal customers right. it, I, for I, granted? I'm not, I, well, my, my the, the the point that I'm arguing is maybe the mindset and the mentality that these people took. I disagree with that. I am not at all agreeing with the business decisions that the team has been making. Because even if that were theoretically true, like, look, I don't have to cater to you. We can treat you like shit. You're still going to come back. You're still going to be here because we know you're a loyal supporter. Yeah. So I really don't have to do anything. That's a bad dis- uh, business decision. Right. You know, you want to take care of your loyal uh, uh, customers. That's just... That's good business. Look, so they're making a mistake there. That that probably that that approach to it probably only works for Apple. Oh, you want a headphone port? Ha 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 ha! No, you're gonna buy my phone anyway. Uh, that that only works for Apple, I think. For the LA Galaxy, you, I don't think that works. Um, you would think so, but there will. I mean. Not everybody is not renewing. Yeah, of course. And like I said, I was ready re- to renew. But this is now the second instance of my rep dropping the ball. Yeah. And so now... It's, I thought I was the third. It, it might be the third time. You're right. It is the third time because he didn't contact me for weeks uh, at the beginning. This is the third time the rep has dropped the ball. So now I'm taking an issue with an individual and their work ethic rather than... The organization. Right. Because I was ready to renew. Right. I really was. But this is this was sort of now finally the last straw. Hmm. And it's funny that, you know, amidst all of this, you know, turmoil and chaos and people not renewing their season tickets, and you even said it, the one, or not the one person, but one of the few people that still say, you know what, I still want to renew, you would think that they'd snap it up. All right, let's just get this guy yeah. uh, in. Be- begging. Before, yeah, right, before he changes his mind, then we have to worry about him once he does, and then we'll go on and, you I was, know. I was even going to buy an additional seat, Lewis. <laughs> oh, they <laughs> messed up. Yeah, uh, so- I mean, look, and I get, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I buy the cheap seats. I, I'm not their top priority, but... I'm locking in for the entire season. Yeah. I should be a priority. It, it shouldn't no matter. No matter where I sit. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's, it's guaranteed money. It's guaranteed loyalty. It's guaranteed mm-hmm. attendance. And well, they just threw it's, it away. It's, it's guaranteed that they can lie about the attendance. Well, yeah. For three more seats. Um, because uh, I think uh, the last, the Toronto game, they announced like, what, 19,000? There was maybe like 12,000 in the stadium? I, I 10,000 well, in the stadium? I think what they're doing is they're counting ticket sales. So if, yeah. you know, you have like season ticket holders that just don't show up to the game, like, well, that ticket's still being sold somewhere. Those, yeah. So yeah. I think that's where it's going with that. But as far as like the actual attendance, it's, you know, I mean, I've even heard of Dodger Stadium. Oh, it's a sellout. Dude, there's a whole section that's like, you know, <laughs> that's empty right there. How could it be a sellout? Um, but, you know, uh, again, it just goes into that, you know, that this organization is imploding in every which way. And it's funny because I I don't even know how this got started at work. Someone was talking to me about the Galaxy and they asked me, like, what happened? You know, I heard they're not doing so hot this year. And I go, well, long story short, you know, we, we need a new FO and whatnot. We need a, a new direction because it's just... It's really chaotic. And somehow, 
it got into the social media talk and I kind of ripped apart the person behind the curtain on the galaxy social media. And I didn't even realize that I took an issue with it until it kind of just came out. It was just kind of subconsciously in there. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go off on it. I'm not maybe uh, for another time, but it really is from top to bottom that this organization is just making some very horrible decisions. And it, and it seems to me that either not everybody's on the same page or this really is the decision that is being made at the top and it's trickling all the way down where nobody really cares. The culture. The culture. You're talking right. about the culture right. of the team. Where nobody really cares about the fan. Because I can, I, I, I honestly can't remember how I got started, but I really ripped them apart. Like, dude, like even the, the, the person behind the social media account is kind of just shunning away um, these fans. Um and I, I, I don't want to go into it. I, I probably will at some point at the end of the season, maybe the super pot. I don't yeah. know, but um, I, I'm sure that you guys know who I'm talking about and I'm sure the person's a sweetheart and good person. But again, I'm not sweetheart. sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just like you, Bobby. Uh, but um, yeah, but I'm not sure uh, if again, this is their decision to do this uh, or if it's the team's decision to say, just, do this if this arises, and I will save that for uh, for another day. They won awards, Lewis. maybe uh, multiple awards, <laughs> multiple awards for social media. Mm. They're so good. Maybe we'll have a penalty uh, show. Let's uh, let's. Uh, I I don't think we can touch them, but yeah, uh, we're not as good GIF GIF makers as they are. Uh, let's move on to uh, Sporting Kansas City versus LA. Um, so I, I'm assuming that Siggy and Dom Kinnear listened to our show from a few weeks ago because they went ahead and put Giassi at right back. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the Chris Albright transition has been completed. Um, Lana Donovan was on the broadcast, and, and I have to say, I, I, I expressed this on Twitter, but I was really happy to hear more than like two or three words about the LA Galaxy from Lana Donovan because it's been... Everything except for LA Galaxy. I'm like, where's Landon in all this? Like, why doesn't he say something? I know he wants to say something. But he's been concerned with his San Diego team and his English team and his whatever. You know, he's busy firing Bob Bradley at Swansea. (laughs) He's busy talking about how LAFC's done everything right. He hasn't said more than two words about the Galaxy until... Sunday. And then he put them on blast. He had a point. I know he did. Everybody else is doing the same thing because nobody well, is wrong. None of us none of us are wrong. <laughs> none of us are wrong at this point. Everyone saw it. Everyone knows that we are um a laughing stock. I mean, before uh before the Atlanta game, they were talking about it like dude, what th- this used to be the the uh the, the premier team of, of the league. This the was beacon, the beacon, yes, the of beacon. Light. yes. Uh, th- uh, they were the ones that uh, you know had the uh, the the stick this high up, and you had to measure it all the way up here. And they're now the, they're the only ones in the FIFA demo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Toronto was in there. No, I mean in previous years. Oh, in previous years, um, and now they're. They're gonna end up in last place. Let's just be honest. They're gonna end up in twenty second place. Colorado is a, is eventually gonna get two points out of these yeah. final six games, and yeah. we're not. We're not. So um, we're gonna end up in dead last. We've already gotten the record for worst team or worst uh, Galaxy team in history, and it's only going to get worse. We're gonna continue to break that record as each week goes by. I'm gonna set a new low. Yes, and it's it, it's embarrassing. Um, I'm not sure if you guys uh, saw it or not. Did you guys end up reading that little uh, uh, satire story that I sent you guys uh, after you the Toronto game? The no. uh, about the the locker room, what was actually said in the locker room? Oh no, I didn't. Uh, didn't. That was the uh, the the. I the like uh, the haters guide to uh, yes. LA Galaxy. No, okay, I you guys. I didn't. couldn't bring myself to listen to it because I felt like it was going to be too true. No, no, no! It's completely satire. Um, like I it, just like who drew the dick satire. Um, 
Yeah, a little. Okay. <laughs> it, it's actually pretty funny, but when you think about it, you're like, oh, crap, why am I laughing? <laughs> because everyone else is laughing at us. Sure. You know, and it's, you know, I found it humorous. I did, you know, it did put a smile on my face. Uh, I'm going to make you guys read it after this podcast. Um, but it's like, yeah, everybody is getting a kick out of this. We used to be the best team that everyone hated. Everyone rooted against us. And now it's like, you know what? I can't even make fun of you. I kind of feel sorry for you guys. Like, it's not even fun anymore. Um, it's just... Uh, again, it, it's the season. It's we know, we know whose fault it is. Um, th- th- there has to be some changes uh, once the season is done. I mean, there's just no other way to say this. If it continues in this direction, I uh, I have no doubt that LAFC may very well run us out of this out of the city the way that uh, that it ha- that it's going. It's almost if you wanna if you wanna. Think about it in the worst possible scenario. We could become what Chivas USA was, and worse. No, and, and we and I, we've hit a point of no return. I, I disagree because we've at least won some MLS cups. We've won some stuff. But what have you done um, for me lately? But but we could very well be uh, Preston North End. <laughs> They've won the Premier League, or not the Premier League in its current iteration. But you know what I'm saying. They've won the English Championship, and now they've, uh, you know, now they're down in like Division Three or whatever. Right. Well, Nottingham Forest, same thing. But yeah, exactly. You know. But we, well, we yeah, don't have maybe, pro rel. Maybe we're the first to five. Yeah, but maybe we're the first to five, but we're also the the last to six. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. It is. Possible. I mean, that's uh, you know the way things are looking right now. That's that's how I feel. But this is MLS, guys. It's it changes yeah, from year to change year. Next. It right. changes from year yeah. to year. Right. Um, do you guys even want to talk about Kansas City? Because we lost by less, but we didn't look any better. Like I, I mean, Giassi Zardi started our right back. He he was he was bad. People were talking, he was like, oh wow, he's doing so great. No, he wasn't. He was bad. He was out of position. Uh Alessandrini finally gave up attacking and tried to help him a little bit, and then you know that stretched the defense. I think that it got worse. So that it way, got actually. worse that way. That second, that second goal was, you know, everybody was in the wrong place. Siani was watching butterflies fly by as the, as the, as the, uh, <laughs> as Rubio scored that goal, uh, on the first goal. Um, it was like a harmless, nothing cross. Cole didn't close the guy down. Didn't close down. Uh, uh, who was it? Was his Ruby? Oh, it was, it was Zussi to Rubio. Cole didn't really close Rubio down because Rubio gave like just like a nothing harmless cross. Somehow it was too hot to it was too much to handle and and uh and what's his name scored that goal? Saloy scores it beat, beats him to the ball and scores a goal. Um it was just copy and like, copy, why, and, copy paste. and paste. Copy and paste. I mean it wasn't four zero. So it wasn't as bad as Atlanta, but I also think it was kind of like Toronto. Well, yeah, or Toronto. But I, but I also kind of feel like Kansas City was like, yeah, we're fine. This is fine. Why would they have to fear us? True. Alessandrini scored a beautiful free kick. Yes, he did. That was a golazo. He, yes, it was. Expected uh, G- from them. Giovanni, Giovanni actually scored a goal, but uh, was incorrectly called offside. In, ah. in this game. Oh, the Jazzy's artist effect. The Jazzy's artist effect, indeed. <laughs> yeah, I, I it, it's it's sad because coming driving here, I was just you know thinking to myself, what in the world am I gonna say? What can I say? <laughs> like seriously, it, it's copy That's and why paste. I've been quiet this copy whole time. Copy and paste. I've said everything I've had to say in many episodes, right. so I'm just <laughs> exactly. Just gonna, no, are you gonna Bobby, edit those? pieces into the show though bobby <laughs> <laughs> no he wouldn't i think like i think you broke my silence by, from that joke that really good joke the the last to six the last that was to six. like <laughs> i had a i had a very long <laughs> silence and then you broke it for me i gotta fill your eight minutes of the podcast man um <laughs> so next up we have uh we have we go to houston and we host rsl or a surging rsl and a houston that Needs to get into the playoffs. 
what better way to, you know, try to like kickstart that playoff push than by playing the Galaxy? Oh, yeah. Boy, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, you know, take take our comments about Minnesota at the beginning of the season, apply them to the Galaxy at the end of the season. Pretty much. Because there's no better way to get things going. Minnesota's won two in a row. Well, and we'll get to that yes. in the recap. Minnesota's won two in a row. They pulled ahead of us in the standings. Colorado's only behind. They're going to beat us like 3 0. Oh, yeah. And that was a one game that, or well, I don't know about three zero, but that was a one game <sighs> that many people was like, okay, that's probably our last win. That's probably the game that we're going to win, and yeah, it, that's not a certainty anymore. It doesn't look, yeah, it doesn't look like it, it does anymore. not look like it. it. It's very sad, and and people thought that we probably would get a, a result against RSL, but um, RSL so, but... after they fixed their printer, man, they've gone on some crazy run. They got and, on a tear, man. Yeah. yeah, they have gone on a tear. Um, I, I'm not now, now the, shockingly, if you go back to the first episode and tell David Lewis and Bobby from that episode, good, like guys, your best chance at three points to end the season is against Dallas. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. We would not believe that. back then. <laughs> I'd be like, you're smoking crack. That's a <laughs> Coke. Like, is oh one my hell God. Drug. Oh my God. What is, what has become future us? And I still don't even think that we would be <laughs> Dallas to be honest. Th- those are two. Draw? Those are draw? probably. Those are two very dysfunctional teams right now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, well, I, I think we're we're basically implying that we have absolutely no faith in this team. This season is all but over. We're we are completely over it. We can't wait to get this off season going to see yeah, I'm just gonna sit uh, to see if any changes done. are made because that's basically what we're all waiting for at this point. And and you know what the sad part is is that. There's, you know, some of the other people, some of the other people that talk about this team or cover the team uh, are like, well, I guess it's time to start building toward 2018. I don't feel that way. Uh, I'm, I think I'm that dreading there's... this offseason. And I'm like, to be honest with you, like I look at 2018 and go, I, I honestly don't think how it, it I don't think it could get much better than what we're at right now. I don't think it's going to be... Oh, God. I, I I'm, hope I'm, I'm it wouldn't low. be worse. I'm so low. I, I hope that it wouldn't be worse than this season. But I How think the be? very... I, I'm, it's kind of weird that it hasn't happened already. But LAFC if, is going to start, and they're going to beat us. That's how it can be worse. Yeah. Um, and you know we're going to play them three times. So a sweep mm-hmm. would be significantly worse. Um, so, I mean, obviously, everyone's eye is going to be on Klein Vienna's who is going to get the axe if they get the axe. Um, I think it's pretty safe to assume that if they don't get the axe, um, the next season is probably, you probably should be expecting the same type of results. Um, I I don't see any significant change in uh, philosophies or um, just the way things are being uh, handled right now um, within the organization. I think you're going to have to get rid of uh, we have said, I think I'm pretty sure that Vianus is gone. Um, I have a feeling that Chris Klein will probably still be there, but depending on who that GM is, uh, depending if uh, Uncle Phil decides to, dude, here, here's my checkbook. Take whatever the fuck you need. Just fix this team right now. Um, they're obviously going to be uh, handicapped so because gonna, they're so locked gonna, in. So we're going to sign Chicharito again. So we're going to sign Chicharito. Because another Mexican national team because, player is going to do it? Because that's the answer we need. <sighs> no. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, it in order for this offseason to be any sort of success, I think the, the first thing that needs to go uh, are the, uh, the front office. And then you need to have one hell of a busy offseason to try to maneuver something and create something out of nothing. Are you saying that pe- players are playing for jobs, Lewis? Dude, do I have to revert you back to episode 87? Uh, go back and listen to that, guys. All right. Well, uh, with on that fun note, let's get into the recap, yeah? Please. All Please. Right, here we go. It was another week that I fucking hated. <laughs> this isn't balls and beers, this Bobby. This is where we get this excited. Is, this is where this we is get MLS excited, recap. Bobby. All right. So MLS recap week 29. Here we go, guys. Toronto FC versus Montreal. Toronto loses this game five to three. Five goals they got put up on. Uh, tenth minute, Montreal scores what has to be one of the most comical goals, not involving a Galaxy player this season. Uh, Zavaleta misplays a ball. 
He tries to get it back to the keeper. Bono tries to clear it and kicks it off Piatti's backside. Uh, that may or may not be Piatti's but first MLS gold. But it counts the same way. Counts the same way. It's just comical. God damn, that was funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, 12th minute, Donadell unleashes a rocket for the second goal of the game. In the 24th minute, Zabaleta goes in for the slide. Misses badly. Uh, reminded me of Jermaine Jones there. Uh, Piatti has all the time and space in the world and rips one past Bono to make it 3-0. In the 42nd minute, Osorio dances in front of his defender and takes a stab at a cross. It deflects into the net. Toronto pulls one back. Uh, 47th minute, Jackson Hamel beats his man to get Montreal's fourth. And then the fifth for Jackson Hamel came just three minutes later. Uh, Rickett scores a goal for Toronto uh, in the 77th minute. Uh, Montreal kind of blew the doors off of this one here. Um, I had to check twice to see if any Toronto players were red carded. Nope, there were none. No red cards. Actually, there were no cards in this game at all. Interesting. A A team that had lost four in a row whose playoff aspirations were probably... You know, almost done. I mean, not quite mathematically done. If the Galaxy are still within playoff contention, I think anybody else is. Uh, but um, who would have thought that Montreal was going to put up five in Toronto? This is the first time that Toronto loses at home. Um, and it could have just been a, all right, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take the day off. Um, and uh, it allows uh, Montreal to just kind of creep uh, creep up a little bit on the uh, sixth seed in the Eastern Conference. So uh, they they pulled some points back. Uh, they're three behind uh, New York right now, uh, currently sitting in seventh place. So the last playoff spot or just below the line? Uh, they're in the seventh. So they're just below they're the just line, below three the points line. behind New York, who's in the final spot All right, right now. So, and speaking of NYCFC, they face off against Houston in... I wasn't talking about NYCFC. Connecticut. <laughs> Well, neither neither was I. I was talking about New York, Connecticut FC. Uh, six minute, Maxi Morales with the header to put New York City up 1-0. Harrison will rock one off the crossbar. In the 16th minute, Alex gets fouled at the edge of the area and a lightning quick restart from Sanchez to Manotas catches NYCFC off guard and it's 1-1. Tyler Derrick had to make some amazing saves in this game to keep them to keep uh houston in the match uh at least one spectacular one denying via uh this game ends one one it's it's been a theme for uh nycfc um throughout the season uh the lack of finishing uh they got they get plenty of opportunities and uh the, the ball just sometimes doesn't land on the back of the net another one of those games that uh they probably should have won um uh, considering the week that Toronto had, definitely could have made up some points there to catch up to them in the Supporter Shield race. Uh, I still think it's kind of uh, irrelevant. I still think that Toronto's going to win it. Yeah. Uh, but um, just to kind of pad yourself uh, and secure at least the number two seed, uh, I think they let a, an opportunity slip away, uh, unable to beat a team that is that doesn't play on the road very well and who's currently spiraling. Yeah. Uh, next up is New England versus Toronto. So I guess I guess TFC just took the week off. They took the week off, uh, yeah. Except for Ricketts, uh, he uh, he had a goal called offside, uh, correctly called offside. Uh, Bradley looking very disinterested. Lazy pass leaves TFC defense scrambling. Uh, in the 81st minute, lead win shot deflected off of Drew Moore's toe, and Toronto mm-hmm. FC has a week to forget. Uh, Hassler has a. Uh, has a goal in the 85th minute to pull TFC level, but then Kai Kamara in the 88th makes it 2-1, to one, and New England get a win over TFC. So Toronto, uh, as we said, the first time that they lost at home all season, um, this is the first time that they've lost back-to-back games all season. Um, New England, surprisingly enough, has beaten Toronto FC twice this year. There you go. And uh, they are four points behind the uh, New York Red Bulls, one point behind Montreal. They're currently sitting in the eighth. So they still have a shot at the playoffs, surprisingly. 
Uh, next up is Philadelphia versus Chicago. Philadelphia wins this one three to one. Tenth minute, Keegan Rosenberry to Chris Pontius, who gets just enough on the ball to redirect it past Lamson. Uh, Pontius will strike again after Peacolt's shot is blocked and the rebound falls straight to him. Easy 2-0. Uh, 64th minute, Bedoya to Fabinho, who plays in across for CJ Sapong to make it 3-0. Solniak gets the honor goal for Chicago in the 67th minute. And uh, Philly halts Chicago's... I, I, I was going to say surge, but it wasn't really a surge. No, it, was. it was just they a little... A, a win and a tie and a win. Uh, 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 a modest unbeaten streak, um, but uh, they needed that type of momentum because they were uh, they had lost what like three or had not won a game in four games, so um, they definitely needed that. They are currently sitting in fourth place in the East, only one point ahead of the of uh, the Columbus Crew. Um, Chicago can fall into fifth place after being at the top. Um, well, not for well, they were holding season, that they second, were holding and, it for second a while. and third place for quite a while. For, well, they were in first for a while. They, uh, yeah. but it was maybe, I think maybe like the first three, maybe four months before Toronto just you know ran away. Right. Uh, but um, Chicago dropping in the standings. Um, I, I I still think they make the playoffs, but yeah. uh, they're they're dropping fast. Uh, next up is uh, DC versus San Jose, uh, or should I say Patrick Mullins versus San Jose. This game is all DC United. Four goals scored by Patrick Mullins in the second half. The dude had outscored Giassi Zardes in just 45 minutes. Did he outscore Gio too? No. No, no. Gio has six. That was the original stat I looked up, and I was like, did he outscore Gio? No, he didn't. But in 45 minutes, he doubled Giassi Zardes' tally for the entire year. Did Mullins have a penalty kick? No. Then he had more than Gio. Uh, Columbus versus NY oh, Red Bulls. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I, I did want to make a comment on San Jose. Um, they are currently holding the uh, the sixth seed, uh, which I think uh, th- they've been losing. So that I think that's kind of what's keeping the Galaxy technically still in uh, playoff contention. Stupid San Jose. Um, but San Jose, the, the, the games <laughs> that they lost, uh, dating back to um, August. Uh, they've won two games. They beat the Galaxy, and who hasn't? And then they beat uh, Houston, who's been spiraling downwards. The teams that they've lost, and every uh, every other team in between, which is, I believe, five games, they've lost. And these are the score lines. 3-0, 4-0, 4-0, 4-0. Whoa. Yeah. Pattern. Interesting. Fuck San Jose. <laughs> David, you may continue. <laughs> uh, Columbus versus New York Red Bulls, sixth minute, Mensa. With the uh, powerful header to beat Robles at the near post and put Columbus up 1-0. Bradley Wright Phillips blasts one into the inside of the post to tie it up in the 14th. 54th minute, Miram curls one around Robles. And in the 67th minute, Josh Williams scores the third one for Columbus. 72nd minute, Mensa fouls Verone outside of the field of play. And a penalty is awarded. Verone will convert it. 3-2 is the final score. What did you guys think about this play? Uh, so Verone is sliding in. He and uh, Mensa are outside beyond the uh, the end line there. But Mensa's hand catches Verone so that he can't get back into play to pick up the ball. They called a penalty. Is that a penalty? It's a penalty. Yeah. All right. I, 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 I don't see how it's not. VAR, it, it, VAR, uh, VAR also called it a penalty, so I guess no, it's a penalty. No, it is I a penalty. Thought it was, I thought it was a kind of a weird play since they were both out of bounds. The ball was still in play. Uh, sometimes I've seen players get away with something like that before. Um, but correct call, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe it was a rec, uh, correct call. Uh, New York has not won a game since August 12th. Uh, not including the uh, U.S. Wow. Open Cup uh, come-from-behind victory against uh, Cincinnati. Um, the last one was against Orlando City, uh, because who hasn't beat Orlando City? Oh, wait, the Galaxy. Um, so <laughs> August 12th was the last victory, and they have slid uh, all the way down, as I mentioned before, to sixth place, and Columbus has uh, climbed up to fifth place in the Eastern Conference. Next up is Minnesota versus Dallas. 14th minute. 
Barrios to Coleman gives Dallas a lead, but it won't last long as Kevin Molino sends Christian Ramirez through for the equalizer in the 24th minute. Just 11 minutes later in the 35th, Ibarra will score. Really nice goal uh, to make it a 2-1. 67th minute, Dallas earns a penalty, but Shuttleworth reads it correctly and blocks the shot. 71st minute, Ethan Finley will make it 3-1. And in the 80th minute, Dunlady creates a breakaway, goes in himself, and hits one off the post. Uh, 81st minute, Akindeli will see red for a challenge on Shuttleworth. Uh, he had no chance of getting the ball, but put his cleat in Shuttleworth's chest anyway. Uh, 88th minute, Dunlady's pressure on Figueroa leads to him misplaying the ball. And the red carpet is laid out for Dunlady. Easy goal as he rounds the keeper to make it 4-1 to one Minnesota. Minnesota, for the first time, wins back-to-back games all season. Um, they uh, they are clear of the Cal State by five God. points, which is four more points than they actually need. Um uh, currently sitting in ninth, so I, I, they're, they're definitely not making the playoffs. But uh, Dallas, who continues to... I mean, I, I, I've i said this before. I think their playoffs are done. I think their season is completely done. They have not won a game since July 22nd against Montreal. Have just it, It's just brutal what's been happening in Dallas. I don't think... Preha sur- survives at the uh, at the end of the season. I thought maybe he would still get a chance to coach. I don't see that happening. I don't see Dallas making the playoffs anymore. Um, it's actually possible the way Dallas is playing. Um, I haven't quite checked Minnesota's schedule. I should probably look that up. But Minnesota's only six points behind Dallas. It's possible that Minnesota can finish higher than Dallas. And who thought we would have said that at the beginning Damn. of the season? <laughs> Crazy. Uh, next up is RSL versus Seattle. Uh, 52nd minute, Savarino and Lenin combined to put RSL up 1-0. Mulholland will make it 2-0 after a quick counter. And Romano makes an incredible save. Uh, I think Lewis used to call it a hockey save. Uh, when uh, you just kind of like stick your, your mid up and then boom, oh, got the ball. Yep. Uh, on, uh, I don't even know who, who, who shot the, the, the shot. I think it might have been Dempsey, but uh, the, the save was pretty incredible. Uh, RSL beats Seattle 2 0. So I had said it before, ever since they fixed that printer, they've gone <laughs> on some crazy streak. Um, they are currently sitting in fifth place in the Western Conference. So they are actually legitimate playoff, uh, a legitimate playoff team right now. They are only three points behind fourth place Seattle. Um, they they have the Galaxy this week. Uh, I, I, so you would uh, figure that they pick up some sort of points there. San Jose, as I said, have been kind of, you know, they've been getting blasted in the games that they're not playing the Galaxy in. Um, so there's some separation going on between RSL and San Jose and with Houston and and Dallas doing what they've been doing. It looks like RSL seems to be a pretty safe bet for the playoffs, man. Mike Petke was available at the beginning of this season. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I will go, go on, go on. I'll, I'll make the point later. (laughs) Uh, Vancouver versus Colorado is up next. Montero scores his 13th of the season, matching his previous, uh, tally uh, from Seattle uh, in the fifth minute. Uh, 45th minute, Dominic Baji will put one back for Colorado after Parker lets a ball bounce in the sixth. I don't know how a defender can do that, uh, but uh, Baji pokes it past Osted. 54th minute, Jody Reyna, Jordy Reyna scores or runs onto a long ball, puts one past Howard. Uh, you know, this is one where I felt like Howard probably should have come out. I don't know what he was waiting for on this play, but either way, um, the game ends 2-1. to one. Colorado sits one point behind L.A. at the bottom of the table. And Vancouver, on the other end of that spectrum, still at the top of the Western Conference. They have not lost since August 12th to New England, of all teams. Um, not that long ago. It's not that long ago. It's about a month and a half ago. Um and uh, yeah, uh, Vancouver uh, have some tough games. They had four uh, easy game, not easy games, but 
four very winnable games at home. At home. They yeah. won three out of the four. Uh, they tied against the uh, a Columbus Crew team. That's a little surprising uh, that they got a result uh, in Vancouver. Uh, but now they got some. Uh, the next three games are a little tougher. They got to go to Seattle. Uh, two three days later, they got to go to Kansas City. And then stop in New York the following week. So that's a tough three-game stretch. Uh, they're going to need some sort of results because, especially with that Seattle game, um, with that Seattle victory, I, they would pull within one point of Vancouver. So very, very tight at the top of the Western Conference. Uh, next up is Atlanta versus Montreal. Uh, Vialba turns the Montreal defense inside out, but the keeper stops his shot. This was one of those plays where I was just like, oh, that should have been a goal. It would have been so rewarding if it was a goal because he just danced around these guys. Uh, Almiron, unfortunately, in the 17th minute, suffered a hamstring injury and had to come off. I believe it was precautionary, uh, but there's still no word yet on his uh, injury or his return. It is a hamstring, and he is out for a minimum of uh, four weeks. So Ooh, he will miss. Uh, there is a he <laughs> there will is miss uh, Paraguay's final two qualification uh, uh, matches. So go get him, Colombia. <laughs> uh, Vialba scores a golazo in the 28th minute, weaving through two defenders before ripping the ball into the corner. Uh, and in the 73rd minute, Lord Jeff Lorentowitz chests one into the back of the net. Evan Bush made about 1,500 other saves to keep the score respectable. It was 2-0 uh, Atlanta. Um, I had mentioned it last week. Atlanta has a shot at leapfrogging Chicago at the end of this week. That's exactly what happened. They currently sit in third place in the Eastern Conference. And what's more than that, they are the third best team overall in the entire in league. The entire league. So, Bobby. Ex- but mm. the wins. Yeah, well, not no more. <laughs> <laughs> um, they also have a game on hand over NYCFC and only trail them by three points. So, Atlanta can very well lock up My the number goodness. two seed should they keep this run. And get a I'm, I'm going to... Ask a question. It's a little premature, but Tata Martino, coach of the year. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I would give it to him. Yeah. I know a lot of either I, between Tata or Greg Vanny. Or that dark horse of Mike Petke. Or Mike Petke. Depending on what he does. But um I, I I'm giving it to uh it's, no, I, it's I, I'm giving it to Tata Martino. It's Tata, for sure. and, and I have to say, and I have to say, uh congratulations to Carlos Bocanegra, who Put this team together. That's how you do it. Wow. That is how you Carlos do it. Carlos Bocanegra from Southern California went to UCLA. <laughs> Carlos Bocanegra. Yeah. Uh, next up is... Uh, he knows that there's Port- countries <laughs> south of Mexico, by the Portland way. Portland versus Orlando in the last game of the week. Portland's new signing, five-year-old Derek Tellez. Uh, seemed to have been the good luck charm for them. In the 15th minute, Diego Valeri converts a penalty after VAR confirmed that Jonathan Spector took out Darren Maddox, who, you know, pulled a Darlington Nagby, uh, was rolling around on the floor for a while. Uh, but it turns out he was okay because Darren Maddox gets on the end of another goal of an Astria cross uh, to put it at the, in the back post. To make it 2-0, Spectre will see a second yellow for a foul on Valeri. Uh, speaking of which, 59th minute, Maddox chip attempt blocked by Bendik, but Valeri is there to clean it up, and that is the 19th goal of the season for him. Oh, sorry. And the ninth game in a row that he has with a goal. Um, he ended up scoring a brace in this game, so he has 20 goals for the no, no, season. No, this is the 19th. That was the 19th goal. Oh, okay, I thought you were done with uh, your little recap. No, no, no. That the, the second ga- the second goal is the 19th goal, and that is the most of any midfielder in the history of the league. I thought he had 20 goals. Does he? I thought it Maybe was. Maybe he does have 20. I th- his first goal, I think, was mm-hmm. 19. I think. Maybe I I'm thought wrong. All right. I could be wrong. Whatever. I, I thought... You're the you're the numbers guy. Yes, I am. One plus one equals two. But what is 19 plus one? 
Exactly. Oh. All right. That's it for MLS Recap, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is LA is our house, episode 88. Make sure you check out this week's Balls and Beers. We'll be recapping this week and uh, next, and then predicting next week's. All right, guys. Say goodbye, David and Luis. Bye. Shout out, Cosmo. Thanks for listening, guys. And this is Bobby Later. Thank you for listening to LA is our house. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode. LA is our house. Welcome to our overtime penalty show. I'm here with David and Lewis.